What's going on, everybody? This is your boy, Kyle, and this is the Anime Vita Podcast. Welcome to the very first official episode. I know last episode that we had uploaded was just kind of an introduction to the podcast, kind of talking about where we were going, what we were going to talk about, maybe some future ideas and a lot more. But today we actually have a full lineup, kind of on some things that we're going to talk about. Um, I want to give you guys some anime news. That's something I kind of want to do almost every episode, just because there's always new news to talk about. Um, We're going to talk some Attack on Titan. I love Attack on Titan, and there's a lot of hype building toward it this year, so I can't wait to get into that. And we're also going to get to some questions that we've had asked at the end. So without further ado, let's do this. So let's start with some anime news. Good old news. We always want to be updated and want to know new things. So first off, one of the big ones um, that kind of happened recently, just a few days ago, uh, Kimetsu no Yaiba, also known as Demon Slayer, just released a brand new trailer for their film coming out. If you haven't watched Demon Slayer, I literally cannot recommend that enough. That dang show broke the internet with one of its like really, 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 really important episodes. Honestly, when when it first came out, I was kind of like, I don't know if I want to buy into this hype. And I got into it. I fell in love with that show. I binged the mess out of it. And so honestly, I was kind of disappointed at first that they weren't going to just jump into a second season. Um, Ufotable or Ufotable, however you want to pronounce that, does an incredible job with the animation. That's one of the biggest draws to it. But if you watch these new trailers, especially the one that just dropped, you need to go check that out. It was incredible. I'm incredibly hyped. It was originally planned to come out this fall, uh, obviously with COVID and everything else that's been going on with the pandemic um, and other things around the world. Uh, they've been they decided to push back the film, but they did put a not an official date, but they did let us know, hey, it's coming in 2021. They still want to keep us excited, which I entirely respect. Um, I'm looking forward to this. If movie theaters, God will, and those things are open by then, <laughs> your boy's going to have some tickets to go sit. Even if I have to go by myself, I will be sitting in a front row, or maybe not front row. I don't know if I want my neck, like, you know, shoved up <laughs> to where I'm going to get cricks in it. But I'm going to have myself a dang good seat to totally dive into this movie. Oh, my goodness. I get chills just thinking about it. So, yeah, if you hype for Demon Slayer, if you love Demon Slayer, you know, that's some good news. You know, they're, they're still going to do their thing. Um, next, so we have a live action Promise Neverland film. I didn't even know about this, but apparently just a couple hours ago, they released um, or at least they revealed their first trailer. Now, I don't know about you. If you've watched The Promised Neverland, I enjoyed it. Um, it was a great watch for me. Um, really, really good thriller. I loved the plot line of it. It was To me, it was just a piece of gold. I don't know how I feel about a live action film for this, though. Personally, just let me just give my honest opinion on this. Live action films don't need to touch anime. They, I have not seen a single live action done right of an anime. Not one time. I really wish they would quit touching him. But you know what? I, I may give some of these a try. I'm always willing to give it a try because there's a part of me, like at the bottom of my heart, that wants to see somebody do one right. Wants to see one done well. But, man, 
I can't see the promised Neverland being that movie. You know, if there's any movie, any series that's at least coming soon that I feel like, you know, hey, this actually may be good. It's honestly Cowboy Bebop. Now, I know Cowboy Bebop is a legend in its own right, but based on the premise, the characters, the plot line, that's one that I can actually see possibly being done well. But you know what? Promise Neverland, eh, you know, I really, I, I just can't see it. I can't see it. But you know what? Let me know what you think. If you love Promise Neverland, you know, it's always good to get new news uh, about that. I know I'm looking forward to the second season. I hope you guys are too. If you haven't watched it, definitely go check that out for sure. Um, next up, next up, we have B-Stars. B-Stars. So first off, something really, really cool is B-Stars Season 2 of the anime is going to premiere in January 2021. Um, B-Stars was a show that I kind of had on my list for a little while. I, I really couldn't get behind the premise of animals being <laughs> the main characters. And I'm like, man, main chick's a bunny and main dude's a wolf. This just spells bad. <laughs> and that's kind of what I thought about it for the longest. Um, I recently dove into it and was like, you know what? I'm just going to go into it with no expectations. I've heard good things about it. I'll just make up my own opinion. Now, I will say this, and just in case you haven't watched it, I was pleasantly surprised by the quality of B-Stars, the premise of it with the herbivores versus the carnivores trying to coexist in their world. And so it's very interesting. It's a unique concept. And, you know, especially, you know, B&A just came out too. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, that stands for Brand New Animal um, on Netflix as well. And that was kind of centered around the idea of animals and humans. So maybe we're going to see a new trend. I know Isekai has like taken over everything anime. So who knows? Maybe we're going to see some like serious animal anime coming out, you know? What's up? That's good. We'll run with it. We'll see where it goes. But also talking about B-Stars, um, from everything we have heard and some new information uh, the author teased um, and, and has kind of uh, come out and said that uh, the end was in sight for the manga for B-Stars. But it looks like B-Stars manga is approaching its climax. Um, so if you like B-Stars, I personally haven't checked out the manga, but that's really enticing me to say, hey, you know what? I may have to go do this. So if you like B-Stars, there is some news on that. So next we have Uzumaki. Uzumaki was set to be released uh, later. I think it was fall this year. It has now been delayed to 2021. I don't know if any of you guys have heard about it or have looked into it. And if you haven't, well, now you have. Uzumaki is one of the anime I've been looking forward to most this year, simply because it's going to have an incredibly unique art style that's going to fit the premise of the story. So Uzumaki is a horror manga written by Junji Ito, who is basically what I would call the Stephen King of manga. Um, and from everything I hear, uh, Uzumaki is probably his best work, most terrifying work. And so I am like super, super excited for this. So when I found out it was delayed, I was like, oh man, I wanted to, I really wanted to watch that. 
man, I, I actually just bought the manga for it. It's a, it's a, it's like a 700 and something page manga collection. You ought to go check it out. It's close to $30. I think you can get it on Amazon. Um, so I love horror manga. I love uh, that kind of dark side, psychological side of anime. And so when I find a good one, I'm all about it. And so everything I hear about this and the hype behind it just has me wanting so bad to to see it, to watch it. Uh, they've released a trailer. You can check it out on YouTube. Um, and it looks and sounds like nothing I've ever seen before. I feel like it's going to capture the essence of what it is intended to do, which obviously that's a win if you do it well. So I'm a little bummed that it's getting delayed to 2021, but that's Uzumaki. I'm still going to look forward to it. I'm still going to get excited about it. So I can't wait for it to come out. And the last piece of news, and I really have been saving this for the last because this is probably the biggest piece of news I have. And that is regarding the One Piece manga. I am a huge fan of One Piece. Monkey D. Luffy is probably one of my favorite protagonists, period. Ichiro Oda has, man, he's a legend. The guy's a legend. There's no other way to put that. What he has done with One Piece is what people would dream of for anything that they work on. It's lasted for forever. It's gone on and on and on. And in my personal opinion, every arc of One Piece, with the exception of maybe one or two, to me, they are good enough to stand alone as their own anime and still get crazy good ratings. Just That's just how good One Piece is. But anyway, um, so we have some news about One Piece that says that it is about to go into its final arc. Oda has teased that One Piece is entering its final arc. Oh my gosh. <laughs> this manga has gone on forever. You know, even the idea of One Piece not being there is going to leave this massive, gigantic hole in my chest <laughs> because this show, this manga, this story has impacted so much more than just the readers and the viewers, but it's impacted other manga writers. Other directors, other people who, who are looking to make a lasting impact like Oda has with One Piece. Now, I don't know if we're still going to get maybe one smaller arc. And by small, for those of you that read One Piece, you understand that small does not mean small. <laughs> because One Piece's arcs can last years. But it wouldn't surprise me to see you know, us go honestly straight into the last arc. You know, Oda came out and said last September that he, you know, wanted the series to last, you know, five more years at most. And so knowing One Piece's track record, if he's going to do this in one fell swoop, one big bang to wrap up, probably what will be for the longest time, the greatest selling manga of all time. It's going to take some time to do this last arc. Which also makes me wonder, how much longer is Wano going to last? I love the Wano arc so far. It's divided into acts. Act 1 was great as a good introduction. Act 2 was kind of, huh, but over here in Act 3, and now don't judge me if, you, if you're caught up on it. I am currently not caught up. I'm, I'm a good couple chapters behind. And from everything I've seen so far, no spoilers to you. <laughs> 
you know, it's about to go down. <laughs> it's about to get so real. And from what I've heard recently, it's entering one of the biggest parts of the entire series within Wano. So I don't know. I mean, I can't imagine, you know, not having one piece anymore, but you know, all good things must come to an end. I'm just, man, it hurts me to think about the fact that one piece might actually be ending sooner than we think. So are you a one piece fan? Let me know. I love one piece. I'm going to be sad to see it go, but I'm just hoping Oda does it well and that we're all excited and we're all left crying at the end because whew, it's going to be an emotional one. It's going to be a ride and, you know, it's it's an incredible series. So anyway, that's going to wrap up the news and we'll dive into what's next. So let's talk some Attack on Titan. Man, whoo, oh man. This one, oh goodness. You know, I didn't plan on doing an entire segment on Attack on Titan, but I had a question come in asking me, hey Kyle, you know, what series are you looking forward to most right now? And without a doubt, that is Attack on Titan. Without a stinking doubt, that is Attack on Titan. I am a huge Attack on Titan fan. I love the series. I read the manga. Oh, I'm a fanboy. Big time over Attack on Titan. And the hype train for this season is unreal. Let me just remind you, it is not just the fourth season of Attack on Titan. My brothers and sisters, it is the final season of Attack on Titan. Now, I know there were some concerns. I know there were some complaints. In case you didn't know, Attack on Titan swapped studios. It was being done by Studio Wit, who did a phenomenal job with the visuals and everything involved there. It was incredible. And so when word came out they were swapping studios, people were like, oh no, this is going to be bad. It's going to look awful. Oh no. I mean, because for any of you that are One Punch Man fans, season two is drastically different than season one after they swapped studios because, man, the graphics, visuals, and everything involved for season one were out of this world. It just added that much more to it. And when they swapped studios and we got season two, we were all like, what is this? <laughs> what happened? So when, when, when Attack on Titan swapped from Studio Wit to Studio Mappa, there were a lot of concerns, but let me just go ahead and tell you, they have done some incredible works. I'm not concerned about it at all. Uh, MAPPA has things under the belt like Kekaguri, Terror and Resonance, Dororo. Oh gosh, I love Dororo. That's whoo! Yuri on Ice, Inuyashiki. You know, they've done you know so many awesome ones. Uh, they did Hajime no Ippo. And they're currently even, you know, one of the biggest ones airing right now on Crunchyroll that Studio Mappa did is The God of High School. And from what I've heard so far from some of my friends, I haven't started watching it yet. I really need to. The God of High School is some of the best fighting sequences we've ever even seen. And if that's not enough to, to, to convince you, they dropped the trailer for it. If you haven't watched the trailer for the new Attack on Titan season, you're missing out. You need to go check it out. I'm not concerned at all. It's going to be phenomenal. And based on what I saw from the visuals from the trailer, it looks just as good, if not better, than what Studio Wit did. I'm not concerned about it. I don't think anybody has a reason to be anymore. Whew. But I mean, the, the, the story of Attack on Titan is probably, 
you know, just going ahead and throwing this out there, depending on how the Attack on Titan series comes to its conclusion, it may go down, in my opinion, as my, at least my favorite series of all time. I love the story. I love the premise of it. Um, I know some people don't like Aaron Yeager as a protagonist um, because it was, oh, no, Titans come in. They destroy. They they kill mommy. They they did all these things. They're bad people. And I'm going to kill all the Titans. And I'm going to say it 50 million times. And, you know, some people have those complaints. And I totally, I hear that out. I think the rest of the story well overshadows those minor details to me. But even people who have said that, that read the manga, there's a lot of people I follow on YouTube and different people who do podcasts who have said those things that have picked up the manga and have read to where they're at now. And all of a sudden, now the story's in their top tens, top fives, top threes, because of the changes that take place between where we are at now and where this story is going to meet its conclusion. You know, it's all built up like crazy. You know, I know, you know, some people had issues with the first part of season three because it was more political, a lot more story oriented. There wasn't as much action involved in it. Um, there were more people and then Titans involved in it. But then, heck, the, the second part of season three, everybody was going crazy for, which I knew that was going to happen. Gosh, I picked up the manga after season two, and when I reached that point in the manga where season three, part two happened, I lost my mind. Like, I, I, I literally tripped out so hard. I've been waiting for that for so long. You know, literally me, so the Attack on Titan is, is probably like the only anime that me and my wife both watch together. And she got so mad at me because at the end of season two, or I'm sorry, at the end of season three, part one, they did a teaser at the very end of the credits for for one of the main scenes. I'm not going to spoil it if you hadn't seen it. In the middle of the big fight in, in season uh, three, part two. And I literally jumped off the couch got right in front of the TV and put my hands over my mouth because I was like, no, oh my gosh, I know what this is. I'm going to be doing the same thing all the way through season four. Attack on Titan has been one of those shows where it's been surprise after surprise, plot twist after plot twist. We'll start figuring you know things out going, oh, this makes sense. Oh, this is, oh, wow, it's starting to make sense for me. And then all of a sudden they'll hit you with another plot twist. And now you're just all over again at square one going, I have no idea what's going on. In in (laughs) season four, oh my gosh. I I was literally talking to my brother on the phone one day. And we were talking about it. And he doesn't read the manga. um, But I was telling him, I'm like, man, I don't know what is up. I don't know what's down. I don't know what's left or right. I have no idea what's even going on anymore. This is mad. This is wild. This is crazy. And it hasn't even stopped doing that yet, even though the manga is almost done. It is going to be the most wild ride, in my opinion, that anime has almost ever seen. And I cannot wait for it. I cannot wait for it. And, you know, I had another question brought up. I'll go ahead and answer this question in this segment, too, because it goes right along with it. What do you think is going to be anime of the year this year? And right now, I think it's Attack on Titans to lose. I think it's going to come out right at a time, at least for, I, I don't know for sure, but I'm I'm almost positive 
that they're going to do Attack on Titan Season 4, Part 1, and Part 2 like they did with Season 3. But with everything I know and everything I've seen from what Mappa put out in the trailer for it, I think it's theirs to lose. I don't see why anything else would beat it. It's going to be wild, and it's going to be crazy. And I can't wait to see it. So really quick, before we kind of wrap things up, um, we may do this every episode. We may do this every other episode. Who knows? Uh, But kind of want to talk about what I'm watching right now. I know we want to share stories. Um, I want to know what you're watching right now. So definitely make sure you email me. Let me know what you're watching right now. Give me recommendations. I'm always looking to check out new anime. But right now, um, just, you know, in recent, you know, stuff this year that I've been watching so far, I've been checking out a lot of new shows. I've checked out a lot of 2020 shows um, so far. I've checked out, I've watched Tower of God. Um, I've watched Jorah Hedoro, uh, Pet, uh, Beastars, uh, BNA, Japan Sinks. Who, that one. <laughs> oh, that's that's a show. I may have to do a segment about Japan Sinks in the future. Watched Sing Yesterday for me. And the most recent one I watched was Somali in the Forest Spirit. Um, you know, I wanted to go watch a bunch of 2020 episodes. I'm at the point now where I've watched so much anime that I'm running out of classics. <laughs> that's not that's probably not true. But uh, I've always tried to keep up to date with the new shows that are coming out. Um, I was looking online and at you know top shows of 2020, and most people had Somali and the Four Spirit toward the top. And I was kind of curious about it, and so I'm just throwing this out there for a recommendation. Um, it's more of a fantasy setting father-daughter story. And so to all the fathers out there, this is an emotional one, my friends, as we follow Somali. And, well, technically he's not her father, but he kind of is. It, it, it's kind of complicated. Um, if anything, he's more of an like an adoptive father, father who has like adopted her. But anyway, um, you know they're going out looking for humans in this fantasy world, and when f- humans are basically an all but extinct species, they're pretty much endangered. Um, and they're trying to find humans to bring Somali to, because Somali is a human, and uh, father is a golem, and following their story it's an emotional ride where you get to watch the golem who has basically no feelings but he expresses himself throughout the anime with worry with love with sorrow and somali is bringing these emotions to him it's it's a crazy ride it has a fantastic ending it's definitely one for the books it's a good one i thoroughly enjoyed it um, but what I'm currently watching right now uh, is Gintama. Uh, I, I've picked up Gintama, put it back down, picked it back up, and put it back down. Not because it's bad, but because it's kind of easy to. It's a really long series. It's over 300 episodes. Um, and I'm currently on like episode 220. Uh, I can't recommend Gintama enough to people. It is hilarious. I have seen no other show, period deliver this much comedy and be able to flip a switch and get so serious that you're on the edge of your seat. Gintama is just an incredible show following Sakura Gintoki and the Odd Jobs uh, family um, as they do, well, as it says, Odd Jobs, they follow their life. Um, 
It has an incredible cast of characters. The humor is fantastic. There's, if you haven't watched a lot of anime, I really wouldn't recommend it to you because they reference so much anime, making fun of it. Like they make fun of Dragon Ball Z all the time. Uh, I, it cracks me up. Uh, one of the episodes I watched recently is basically after a quote unquote time skip. And they come back and Socket again. Toki literally looks like Yamcha. And <laughs> it's wild. He's just making fun of it. There's scenes um, where he, where he's basically like, I went through this, went through that. Uh, showing, you know, explosions like where Yamcha got <laughs> blown up by the Cybermen. It was, it was hilarious. There is so much humor in it, but when it gets real, there is nothing like watching Gintoki get serious, lose his crud, and go berserk verbally, emotionally, and physically. It is an unreal show. I love the show. That's kind of what I'm watching right now. I'm really looking forward to hopefully getting into Fire Force Season 2 here soon, too. Uh, Fire Force Season 1 kind of left me with a little ups and downs. But the way it ended, season one, was phenomenal. I know the manga, goodness, I can't remember if it is already wrapped up or if it is wrapping up as we speak. I thought it was going to be a lot longer. Turned out it's not. But um, that's uh, one I'm definitely going to be checking out soon. Uh, definitely email me. Uh, you know, Let me know what you guys are watching. Um, so let me know. I will keep you updated on what I'm watching in the future. And that about does it for the very first episode of this podcast. I'm so glad you decided to stop by. It's been awesome. Hope you guys have a great day. Enjoy it. Check out that anime. Remember, you can reach me. Uh, throw me your questions. Throw me your topics you want to hear about at animevita2295 at gmail.com. I'm throwing that email down in the description below. So definitely check that out. Email me. Hit me up. Let me know what you guys want to hear about because we want to do that. So this is Kyle with Anime Vita Podcast signing off.